Okay, so your dad plays in a band, if yes. I'm not mistaken. But there's yeah. one thing that always, no matter how many times I've re- I've read the title of, okay. of of this band, and it's called Urkelgru. Close. Actually, that's pretty close. It's Ukla the Mock. Why is that? Shouldn't be that hard to remember. Ukla is the Wookiee looking creature, the beast looking creature in He Man. Oh, that's why I don't know. Okay. And he is a mock. So he's Ukla the Mock. Like Chewbacca the Wookiee. Exactly. And okay. it's it's more of a situation. It's not currently in. I mean, once you're in the band, it's kind of like you're always in the band. But he lives up here in the Pacific Northwest, and the rest of the band lives in Buffalo, New York. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, but it's Distance. a. It's actually kind of interesting because it kind of goes with this podcast we're doing on the trench, the coverage of the new 52 Jeff Johns run, issues one through four of the trench. We're on number three. We are on number trace. And it's interesting because they put out an album in the 90s called Less Than Art. My dad played the drums on this album. And I believe it's the second track. And it's called Arthur Curry. My dad, this band, Ukla the Mock, is one of the largest, if not the largest, nerd rock groups, and they currently have produced the most popular song about the king beneath the sea. Cthulhu. Oh. Aquaman. Close. Aquaman. That's correct. They have the, the, I think, maybe the only rock and roll Aquaman song release. I'm going to put that link in the description for you to check it out, but that's not what this podcast is about, because we are talking the trench the trench because a lot of people think aquaman isn't cool and i bet i was guilty of that when i, I when you gave me this trade i was guilty of that too oh thanks for that mm-hmm. what a crappy gift yeah our audience thought kind of the same thing didn't we have an audience comment i got a comment here from kyle carson on the uh, on the first aquaman video that we did kyle <laughs> thank you I thought you were going to rag on DC movies and Aquaman in general, but now I want to read this book. Do yes. it. You should, you should do it, Kyle. Heck yeah, Kyle. You should. And I if believe you... I actually replied to your comment and said, do it. It's really good. It's a good run. Where did we pick up? So the last issue ended with this big fight on this dock with all these crazy cannibal fish people monster things. Humanoids. Yeah. Fighting Aquaman and Mira and a bunch of random cops. And, uh, you know, there's a bunch more bloodshed and carnage and... Just ultimate chaos. And it ends, this fight just kind of fizzles out with uh, one of them. I don't even know if they have a leader, per se, but these monsters kind of all just decide to take what they have, grab their food, jump back in the ocean all at once. They all just retreat. Right. Aquaman goes and checks out this cocoon that they pulled out of the water. They find this cocoon at the end of the last issue. We don't know anything about it. It's like, what the hell is that doing in the water? Exactly. It was very strange. And you open it up, and even stranger is a, there's a dog inside. Wow. The dog is perfectly fine. And they were kind of theorizing that they were attempting to transform these creatures, this whatever is in the cocoon. Like, I don't know. They don't even really, you can't really. Kind of like a xenomorph type of thing. Right? Like it's going to morph into something they can eat later or if it's just like storage for them to transport back under the trench. Like. What would be like a mermaid slash dog? Murdog. Yeah. They're trying to make murdogs. Murdogs. That's cool. There you go. <laughs> um, anyway. Copyright. Yes. Trademark. So Aquaman um, has this idea. He grabs one of the dead you know, monster corpses, 
And uh, right as the cops are trying to stop him from, you know, stealing crime scene evidence, him and Mara just, they skedaddle. They take off. He does one of his super Aquaman jumps and goes to visit this scientist that uh, Mara pointed out in the last issue, that photo album. Foreshadowing. Yep. Dr. Stephen Shin is his name. And Aquaman tells her that he uh, was his marine biologist friend of his dad's that kind of taught him how to use his powers when he was a little, a little kid. Right. It's a cool little flashback image in there of that. He taught him how to use his powers. And then he casually drops in there that he tried to kill me when I wouldn't tell him where Atlantis was. That's right. This guy's got history with, with a little bit of Arthur. foreshadowing. Yeah, there's force. Yeah, referencing the future there and a little bit of you know the past. And this is New Fifty Two, so this past doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we're ever hearing about it. They uh they go in, meet this guy. They kind of immediately gloss over any any bad history we might have. Move past it. What is this? Yeah, take a look at this What's huge this dead creature? corpse I've brought here to your house out of out of the you know out of nowhere. They um, kind of plant two seeds of foreshadowing here because did you notice the purple on his neck? Yeah, there was some kind of really weird. I was very confused about that. At first, I thought it was, when I first noticed it, I thought it was a color error. Never addressed in this four part series. Yeah, it's the first time you see him. Mm-hmm. And... I thought it was a, like a hair or something, but there's a couple panels where they highlight it that there's this almost gill looking thing that's, growing from him. That's kind of, yeah, it's. There's only a couple options. I'm like the basic, simplest, easiest answer is that it's some kind of like tattoo, but it's really high up on his neck. It'd be like almost like a yakuza kind of tattoo. Yeah. Like he doesn't seem like the type to have a a visible neck tattoo going on. Agreed. The other option being that it's it looks like a wound. Ooh, like some kind of happened. wound, but it's purple. It's it's not bloody. Yeah. There's it's purple. Like uh, or it's like, like he's a, like trying to like transform like a or something gill or something. He's, he, Who knows? he clearly has some kind of freaky fish fetish. Yeah. He's... Hashtag. Yeah. Freaky fish fetish. Freaky fish fetish. So, wh- who knows? <laughs> who knows what that is? I don't know if that even matters. It's just some random little purple thing he's got on the side of his neck that nobody mentions or addresses. There's another thing that also gets mentioned. The trident. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Shin, the guy, you know, they're visiting the scientist, points out and he notices that Aquaman still has the trident, whatever that means. And he says, you know, he's going to come looking for it. Never addressed again. At least not in this issue. Have you noticed the pacing with this run is fantastic. Jeff Johns knows how to pace a story. He really does. I love that guy. He sets up these little nuggets of info that make you go, huh? You know, when you see the cocoon out of the water the first time, you see the panel, you give it a second glance and you're like, what is that? And then by the time you're done with it and you realize that they didn't answer it, so you have to have a little bit of faith that he's going to you know, bring it up, that you don't just mention something that weird for no reason at all. Then boom. Next issue, there's a dog in there. Yeah. You know, who is after this trident? What's going on with the scientist? He seems mad. A lot of good stuff's heating up, but they have to analyze this fish creature. They got to do it. Yeah. He basically uses a bunch of his science know-how to determine that this creature lives on the bottom of the ocean. He comes out of the trench, specifically, you know, this one specific trench in the ocean. Right. In the Atlantic Ocean, I believe it was. And they also um, analyze the spit that they mm-hmm. were that we were trying to figure out we like what does it do turns out it doesn't help with digestion and it's not like a face melter it's it was neither it's a paralysis yeah it's type like a of thing stunning uh, mucus it makes thing. the most sense so right before they leave um spoiler alert they leave but right before they leave uh dr shin goes like this is this is crazy this is a new species this is gonna like give me credibility in something happened to him i guess to discredit him right he's no longer important i don't know if he ever was or what he was important for but he's 
kind of an outcast in the scientific community. He's looking for a breakthrough. And this is it. This is a new species. He just dumped it on my table. Exactly. Thanks. Like, we can go take this to, you know... TMZ. Sure. Yeah. They've got the breaking news. But Aquaman's like, nah, we gotta go. We gotta take this and go back. And and he chases them out the door. He's kind of like, wait, wait, like you owe me. I just did you a favor here. Like, where's Atlantis? Tell me where the fuck Atlantis is. Yeah, this is like the the starting of a villain story here. Yeah, you know, like it's, and it's kind of a cool oh, villain so too. Cool. So now that they know where these creatures are coming from, mm-hmm. they go back in the water and they head towards the trench. And it ends. And it ends because we're gonna pick up the next issue of them facing off the colony in the depths. Ryan, what was your favorite? Uh, let's go with page. We're going to go broad here. Page of Aquaman issue number three, new 52. Mine's kind of a subtle one. And I don't, I don't typically, if you, if you follow me at all, you know, I don't typically go for art. Sure. I'm, I'm a story guy. Yes. But there's this, uh, on page 13 of this comic, when they, um, they first arrive at Dr. Shin's house and you get four panels, you know, on the page vertically, just showing various abandoned scenes of his house. And you see, like, the dirty dishes in his sink and old pizza boxes and, like, a bunch of maps and newspaper articles and bottles of alcohol all over the place. Books of, like, water, underwater research. And he's watching, like, a piranha documentary on TV. Aquaman clippings all over the wall. Like, it paints the picture so well without even seeing any characters. You, you get a very clear image of this guy that he's, like, washed up. That's a good that point. he's obsessed. That he's clearly loving the underwater world. That's the mark of a good artist telling a narrative ivan rice boom ivan you're the man what was your favorite page page number 19 the full page spread of mara and aquaman diving into the water this is gorgeous because of the angle okay you got to think here when you're seeing batman jumping through the air he's either going up so you're seeing him go shoot into shoot up or he's falling down you think of spider-man he's slinging you're going to see him go from one angle of the page to the other maybe a front shot seldomly do you see how would you best describe this image a fish eye view this is the angle of if you're underwater and then you see these two uh Two characters diving into the sea in unison. Mm -hmm. This is what it would look like. It looks like a cover. It does. It should be. This should have been the cover. It's cooler than the actual cover of the book. Um, It's gorgeous. The color work, I I still stand by it. The color work is so good in this issue. And I think it has to do with, well, for one, the colors of Aquaman is just, it's always popping. You know, a lot of people give them crap for the orange-green combo. But if it's done right, it's more forest and gold. Exactly. Like forest green and gold looking. And Mara is all green, so she just always looks very reflective. Yes. She's got a really cool shade of green on her suit there. And then the water. He draws water, water is, so well. It, it's hard to draw. It's hard to get right in animation. It's hard to get right in video games. In this issue, the water looks crisp. It looks bright. And it saturates all the characters in a way that emphasizes their line work. It's mm-hmm. brilliant. I love it. This is a great issue. And I'm excited to move on to the next one. Yep, because it's going to be like the end. It's That's the last right. issue of the trench. It is. So I'm thinking about comments. Question for the comments. Sure. Yeah, we're rounding out. This is almost done. We're almost done. We here. have one more video. With the trench. With the and trench. by the time we shoot that video, this one should be out and we'll be we'll be done with, That's Aqu- correct. with the trench with Aquaman. What do you guys think would be a cool storyline for us? To, what would you like to see us read next? We're looking for something shorter. We are already doing a full saga yes. coverage of the Infinity Gauntlet. We're not looking for a 50-issue thing. No. Not yet. We're not going to dive into something like Sandman just yet because there's so many trades. Let's take this in small 
bits. It's nice to have one giant overarching story that we're doing, and then we're thinking like you know smaller Aquaman, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, <laughs> style shorter runs. You yeah, know something sure. like one trade, like six issues or less. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Ideally, six issues or less, maybe even ten issues or like less. Like a classic trade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Put your answers in the comment section below. Um, you also may notice that there's all these new comic books around us. Oh. Yeah. And a number of these. Take a look at this. We have um, some jungle action behind us. We have some Frank Miller Spider-Man. What do we got over here? We got some New 52 mm -hmm. first appearance of Mr. Freeze. We also have some Sergeant Fury Silver Age goodness. Um, we also have variants up the yin-yang, some sci-fi Silver Age. We have some Miller behind Ryan. We have Black Lightning behind Ryan. We have a giant... Uh, G.I. Joe, Silent Issue, Behind Ryan. All of these books are being highlighted right now because they are going into the July mail call. And if you want to sign up for that, geekstreet101.com. We do appreciate your time today. And as always, remember to geek responsibly, guys and girls. Everyone, we love you. Enough said. Don't forget to hit the like button, the subscribe button, and also check out geekstreet101.com where you can pick up merch. Like this awesome shirt I'm rocking. Stay classy. Geek responsibly.